Welcome to the Music of America podcast, where every week we visit a different state in America and meet a different guest in the music industry. Every day, Monday through Friday, we begin in Alabama and we end in Wyoming. I'm your host, Tom Pollard. Let's talk music here on the Music of America. The Music of America podcast continues today. We're back in my hometown of St. Louis. Talk to a guy named Dave Beardsley, who actually designed a website for me when I was in a cover band. And we'll talk with Dave about the STL Blues B3 Festival coming up. But I want to talk to you about Laser Therapy South first. Now, years ago, I got in an accident at work where I ended up spending an entire month on my stomach while my back wounds healed. I had scalded and severely burned my lower back. Well, about two weeks into my healing, I realized I haven't had a cigarette in two weeks. So I quit smoking, right? Now that worked for me, but I don't suggest it for anyone else. Thank goodness, though, we've got a company like Laser Therapy South located just outside of Fort Lauderdale. Since 2003, Laser Therapy South has helped thousands of people quit smoking, reduce stress, and alleviate chronic and acute pain. Laser Therapy South has developed their own unique approach to tackle both the physiological and habitual components of addiction to help you achieve total success. Laser Therapy. It's an acupuncture-based treatment that originated in Europe and Canada about 25 years ago. Your success is measured immediately. Laser therapy is instantaneous, so your treatment date is your quit date as well. It's amazing. The laser is a cold or therapeutic laser. It doesn't produce heat. It doesn't cut tissue. In fact, most clients report a feeling more like having had a massage after treatment. Laser Therapy South. They're at lasertherapysouth.com, where all your questions can be answered. Just go and check them out if you want to quit smoking. Laser Therapy South, www.lasertherapysouth.com, where being a quitter is a good thing. Well, hello, Dave Beardsley, whom I haven't seen in years. <laughs> well, good to see you, Tom. Good to see you, too. I should, I should caution or say two things. This is an audio only, and I'm in the process of moving back to Missouri for the winter, so I'm kicked out of my studio and stuck in a room. So if it sounds like I'm in an echo chamber, I apologize, but it's just, just for the day. I, I it, and this one show and I apologize that it had to be you. So uh, Dave and I met years ago, I was in a cover band in St. Louis called modern vintage. And I found a website called STL blues net, right? STL blues.net. Yeah, stlblues.net. And from there, I met Dave and I said, well, can you design a website for us? And he said, yes. And from there, everything was groovy. And uh, Dave is really an integral part of the blues in St. Louis. And I would like to talk about that, like what you do now, and then how that plays into the B3 uh, Blues Festival. So let's start with what got you into the blues originally. You're not a musician, are you? No, no, not at all. Um, A good dear friend of mine was a big blues aficionado. I grew up in on classic rock and roll, R&B here in St. Louis, KC Radio, that that sort of thing. Uh, But my buddy Jim lifted the lid off the roots of it all when he took me to my first blues show here in St. Louis, Patty and the Hitmen, way back in the 80s. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And Are they still playing? Are they still playing down at uh, 1860? They played yesterday at 1860. Oh, you're kidding. Wow. No. Okay. She's back and Glenn, the band's just together still doing what they do. But it kind of lifted the lid off the roots of rock and roll for me. Uh-huh. And uh, I fell into the the whole rabbit hole and I've never came out. I mean, it's it's a passion of mine. It has been ever since. And what better place, man? I mean... St. Louis Blues. I mean, they've even got a hockey team named after that, you know? Absolutely. Uh, you know, the history, uh, we're a very rich, culturally rich, blues, significant blues city, dating back to uh, coming right out of ragtime. When St. Louis was the ragtime capital of, of America. It just evolved from ragtime piano to blues piano, and it's been a blues town ever since. You know, one of the pictures that we use to promote the, the website and the podcast is my grandfather in a band called the Alabama Serenaders. I don't know if you've seen the picture. It's an old sepia black and white picture. And that's grandpa um, right in the middle with his clarinet pointing up to the gods, you know, it's really, yeah. really cool. But they, they used to play down on, uh, I think uh, in their house, I think their house was on Cherokee. So they played, I think upstairs and grandma served like sandwiches and bathtub gin downstairs, you know, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Love it. sure. Yeah. So, 
Well, what got, so, yeah, so you became so a fan. I became a huge fan and to the point where I felt St. Louis needed a sh- to be showcased to the world. I mean, this gem of a music city needed, I felt, to be, you know, shouted out to the world. So the Internet was kind of new in those days. And I thought mm-hmm. oh, that's a great platform. And I launched STL Blues back in 2000 as a website and it's been thriving ever since it kind of mm-hmm. led to as you mentioned a lot of bands that needed websites it was all still new so a website was a new thing for a lot of a lot of venues and bands and i was just in the right place with the right background to come in start doing that which led to bookings and production and one thing led to the other now yeah. you had a lot to do with the blues history museum or the blues museum downtown Yes, uh, I'm a co-founder of that project, myself and Mike Cosiella. Uh, Mike is a festival king. He's since moved out to San Diego and still puts on amazing festivals. But I met him through his event, Taste of St. Louis. And he brought me on board uh, as a blues producer and gave me a stage and a budget. And it was a great way for me to fulfill what I feel is a drive of mine, is that to showcase live music (laughs) of St. Louis and Mike and I just became best friends. We started our own festival called Blues Week. And the energy of Blues Week, which is a big downtown free event, led to uh, the National Blues Museum, which is located on Washington Avenue here in St. Louis, Missouri. I was really blown I, away with with that place. You guys did yeah, excellent work. Yeah, if you've never been, uh, it's just a great deep dive into the history of blues, which is a the root of modern American music that most of us listen to. Mm. And it's also got a great concert room. If you want to go to a really intimate space and hear excellent sound and on a great stage and lighting, uh, it's one of the jewels of downtown. Absolutely. I didn't know. Now see, I was today years old when I learned you guys have live performances there. Yeah. Yeah. They, they showcase all kinds of music. A blues is eccentric, but they connect the dots to rock and roll, even rap. Yeah. So it's a it's always an interesting schedule. But go on their website and check it out. Last summer, I guess I was in town, and there was something going on at the History Museum. It was a a, a blues exhibit. Were you involved in that as well? No, no, not at all. Uh, they did. I'm kind of wearing the shirt. They did the St. Louis Sound Exhibit, which okay. was all the history of St. Louis, the blues, a big mm-hmm. part of it, but jazz hip-hop, all the great music that's evolved out of our town was kind of featured in the in the book. I can show you the book here. So, oh. <laughs> But yeah, uh, it was a great effort with from Steve Pick and Amanda Doyle to really highlight the, the history of St. Louis Sound. It was so, so cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, so that led to an, a really cool exhibit in, in the History Museum. So from the history or from the, the Blues Museum down in Washington – to where you are today what what were the steps that got you to the b3 well you know it's very interesting how my background as a firefighter paramedic prepared me for none of this i just <laughs> followed, followed my love of music like most people do and after the i left the museum uh, which is thriving I, I went back to my festival roots i had already developed a partnership with chris schwartz and the soulard concert series and I was doing stage management, and I had met them through bringing the National Blues Museum Jam Band to their to their concert series, as well as to the St. Louis Art Fair, and just showcasing this band. I developed a friendship with the Soulard uh, Concert Series people that ran it, and one day we were just sitting around chatting, and I think Chris was the the genesis of it. He said we should start our own our own nonprofit and start mm-hmm. a festival and make it more than just a, a one show concert series, yeah. make it an all day festival. And the seed grew into a nonprofit, my second nonprofit venture uh, <laughs> with again, no background in it. And um, it's gelled into, it's an amazing thing. We're going into our third year and the energy just keeps growing. Uh, it's turned into a, it's called the B3 festival because it's blues brews and bites so there's something for everybody and there's also a lot of art we have an art contest we have live art going on 
We have an art village usually with some vendors, uh, just a kid's zone, just a family, fun, free family event. And it's just gotten, we've been lucky. The weather's been yeah. spectacular every year. Um, and the crowds are turned out. So we're, we're doing really good. We're, well, I want to dive, right I, I want to dive deeper into that after the, sure. the, the next song that we do. And right okay. now I'm just trying to find out about Dave Beardsley and how you got to where you are. And it's just fascinating. It's from firefighter paramedic. It fell in love with, you know, we, we were about the same age. We grew up listening to Casey, listen to all the good concert series that Casey put on. we'd go to the old arena. We'd go to the fabulous Fox. We'd go to the ambassador of the American theater. Right. Remember all sure. those? Oh yeah. And, and then somebody introduced you to the blues and what you have done with this. It's just amazing how something you can be that passionate about can become a career for you. And I love that. Well, you know, I don't know what it is about the blues, but it, it's the feeling. It's mm -hmm. the feeling it conveys. I think it touches people more than most music, you know, music genres. Yeah. Possibly because it's so from a feeling driven uh that it touched me um i think carlos santana and john lee hooker say it best in the song blues is a healer or the healer um but it's good for the soul and yeah. it grabs people and it pulls people together i mean festivals in st louis as long as they're free the diversity is there it brings everyone together in unity because music unites so uh, it's it's a really motivator for me to connect the history, the rich history of yeah. the music we have to today and showcase it's still going on. We still have such an amazing talent pool in this in the city. We could play any festival anywhere in the world, world class, because that's what St. Louis is. It's so amazing, so good, and so rich, like you said. Let me ask you a question, and you may not have an answer to this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Okay. So sure. we've... When you talk about Chicago-style blues, there's a certain image that comes to mind. Right. When you talk about the Mississippi Delta blues, there's a certain image that comes to mind. When right. you talk about New Orleans, there's a certain image that comes to mind. Three entirely different sounds. So what is the sound of St. Louis that's unique, like those other towns I mentioned? Or is it a... Is uh, it yeah, I mean, I, I think, especially the early, the origin of the blues in St. Louis, is it was all piano-driven. Uh -huh. Yeah, you go back to early players like St. Saint, Saint Louis Jimmy or Roosevelt Sykes, um, and, and the it was piano-driven because it came out of the ragtime mm -hmm. scene prior to it, and it just transitioned because there's thousands of pianos in this town at that yeah. time. So it was piano-driven yeah, piano in its early days. And now um, I think one of my friends, Jeremy Siegel Moss, says it best in that it's the space between the notes that St. Louis does that makes it a unique sound because yeah. pretty much everything today is guitar driven out there. Um, there's exceptions to it, but the guitar has become like the primary lead instrument in most bands. Mm -hmm. um, and the piano has kind of taken a, a backseat to it, but it still survives pretty strong here in St. Louis. That's really cool. I, I had not thought how much, the piano was an influence in the early days of the blues, but that really is the signature thing. I mean, I think of horns in Chicago and I think of a slide, you know, a resonator when I get down in the Delta area. Right. Right. And uh, New Orleans is kind of that and horns and soul. Right. <laughs> and, and, and incredible food, which is a different story. It, right. But the, the thing that really sets St. Louis apart historically is is the piano like you, you were just saying like everybody's doing guitar now but to what really gives st louis its flavor is that uniqueness of uh, uh whom i think like campanella or uh, uh right uh help me help me with some names i'm drawing blanks now i'm trying to think of them well today jeremiah johnson's jeremiah johnson that's front. It. um marquise knox is over in paris as we speak um with some st louisans gus yeah. thornton among them a legendary name wow in music yeah. Um, great guy. One of the most humble heroes in music I know. Um, so I, it's still writing. St. Louis is still showcasing all over the world. They're in that's, Europe. That's right so now. cool. I, I've yeah. got a, actually Johnny Reed, J.R. Reed. I don't remember J.R. when he was around 20 yeah. years ago. I have, sure. two of his, I have two of his guitars. I've got his old global and I've got his old super 12 string. I, that's so cool. work, I did work for him and for Tommy Johnson. If Tommy's still around, he was with Skeet for a long time. 
Tommy is currently, uh, as as of last, I saw him. He's with the High C, Miss High C, and Fresh Start. So oh, he's no still kidding. out there doing it. Yeah, that's so cool, dude. I saw that Tommy. That's got to be like you're ninety years old. He's up. <laughs> he's an elder for sure. Uh, I don't know if you know that St. Louis won the International Blues Challenge held down in Memphis in 2019. No, did not know that. Tommy was part of the band. It was High C and Fresh Start. They brought the gold home. That's so cool. And they just crushed it. They, they, they just were an amazing show. Tommy was the guitar player. He's 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 such a talent. I've been to his, well, I'll tell you, that's those stories off, off mic because <laughs> I could go on and on about him and JR. Right, but, right. Uh, <laughs> so last year you had several guests at the B3, and, and we're going to feature three of them on the show. The first one we're going to feature today is Boo Boo Davis and L.A. James, L.A. Jones Blues Band. Yes. Tell me yes. about uh, Yeah. Well, Boo Boo Davis is one of the St. Louis's patriarchs of the blues. Mm-hmm. He's uh, over in Europe a lot of the time. Black and Tan recording out of or publishing out of Europe brings him over and showcases him. But he's ours. He's a St. Louis performer, <laughs> East St. Louis performer. Uh-huh. And uh, again, I think celebrating the elders is really important. It's very important to me. So we wanted to showcase he was the reigning patriarch and we wanted to make sure that he was there and la jones and adriana marie two national performers chose to move to st louis a couple years ago and they have they backed la or they backed boo boo at that show and they've also taken boo boo from playing from busking around town to two international tours and they're just doing an amazing thing that came out of the b3 and it's just carrying on. So stuff That's like so that awesome. means a lot to me. We've uh, we partnered up with School of Rock, and I'll tell you more about that later. Yeah, but yeah. Boo Boo, Boo Boo's just a legacy uh, patriarch, and we want to honor those guys while we can, while they're still here. Well, we're going to do so by playing one of their songs. It's a, uh, it. I think what we're going to be playing is a an audio from a video clip from the B three last year nice so yeah they a, were on stage yeah so our guest our guest today dave beardsley one of the i guess head bottle washers at the at the Sulard b3 bash b3 festival coming up in may and one of the featured guests last year we're gonna hear right now boo boo davis with la jones blues band what you doing over here on the jerry jordan Son, what you doing over here? The judge got I ain't did a thing. Son, he's a pay that fine. He's a, he's a do that time. We watch him. I ain't going back to East St. Louis. 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 I ain't going back. I ain't going back to East St. Louis. Oh, 
Davis, featured at the St. Louis B3 Festival last year. Our guest today, David Beardsley, Dave Beardsley, friend of mine, and uh, all-around great guy, great blues man. We'll get back to talk to Dave about uh, a fundraiser that's coming up to help support their cause. We're going to talk about the School of Rock. If you're up this way, if you're in Vermont, River Ridge Farm. Vermont's Recreation Lover's Dream is a gorgeous vacation rental. It's nestled right in the heart of the Green Mountains of Vermont. River Ridge Farm is an escape to everything wonderful Vermont has to offer. This historic farmhouse is set atop 16 acres of fields with mountainous views, a pasture, a pond, tree-lined river frontage. Come and enjoy this beautiful spot right in the heart of the Green Mountain State. Okay, Biking trails nearby, ski mountain resorts, ski resorts, breweries, biking trails, hiking trails, snowshoe trails, all the tourist attractions you can imagine. No matter what time of year, whether you're coming from fall for the leaf peeping or for the winter for the skiing. And talk to the owner and host, Diana, about interacting with the pets. We brought my grandson out there and he got to pet the pigs and he just had the time of his life. Or just kick back, stay in the comfortable modern farmhouse, sleeps 11 guests comfortably. There's enough space to throw events like weddings or retirement parties or just relax and rejuvenate in the beautiful Vermont landscape. Check them out. River Ridge Farms, there's a lot of River Ridge Farms in the country. So if you go on Facebook to find them, you have to find River Ridge Farms Jeffersonville. They're also there on Airbnb at River Ridge Farm, Vermont. River Ridge Farm, Vermont's recreation lover's dream. Dave Beardsley, our guest, and we're going to talk in a little bit about this big festival called the B3. But to have a festival, you got to have money. And to have money... To have money, you do these things called fundraisers. So I want to hear about your fundraiser, and you just mentioned something about the School of Rock. So those two, are they independent or intertwined with each other? Well, they're going to be intertwined, very much so. Um, you know, we're a free event. I believe in keeping it free. Our, our our share board of directors believes in keeping it free because it creates, it inclu- includes everybody. It's inclusive of anyone. There's no need to buy a ticket or come up with the money for a ticket. And to me, my experience with festivals is that creates the most diversity you can get in an audience here in St. Louis. It brings everybody together from all backgrounds, all races, because music unites. Um, yeah. And we're going to keep it free. And to do that, we we go we do two things: sponsorships, donations, and fundraisers. And that's. The fundraiser we're going to do in March is called the Six String Showdown. And what is that? That sounds cool. Well, that's an L.A. Jones and Adriana Marie concept that we pitched to our music committee here at the in the B3 group. And basically, it's a guitar masters event where we're going to bring together six to eight local players. We're going to also bring in maybe an out-of-towner a rather well-known out-of-towner we'll reveal at a later date, but we're we're still creating this event 
And his, it's going his last to, name. His last name won't rhyme with Monomasa, will it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But that would be good. But be no, it's, it's not Joe. But it's it's somebody that's very well known on the blue in the blues world. But yeah. um, our local talent will be the the basis for the band. It will be the L.A. Jones band backing for the day. But we'll have a slew of of guitar wizards coming through. And it'll be like a guitar-driven event, like yeah. all day long, or all show long. And what we're also doing, part of our organization, SHARE, which stands for Soulard Histo- History, Arts, Revitalization, and Education, is we've developed in a, a partnership, and it's still in development, with School of Rock here in St. Louis. They have two locations, as you probably know, one in Baldwin and one in Kirkwood. And they're ran by a husband and wife team, great people we've met um, yeah. that love what we do. And so this year, or I'm, I'm sorry, in 2024, our plans are for the spring showcase, they're going to open it up. They're going to create a youth blues band and they're going to open it up with a oh, short cool. set. And then we, we're probably going to have one guitarist from either the ball, both their locations here. Two guitarists will join the elders for the actual six string showdown event that kicks in right after they're done. How cool. And they will, they will get mentored by these pros, these uh-huh. veterans of, of blues. So it's a, it's a great partnership, but it's also a passing of the baton because I want to keep the blues alive. It's a big drive of mine and you have to have the next generation doing it. And these kids are it, you know, so I'm very excited about that. That's well. awesome. Yeah. So can you tell us, uh, who the local guys are that are going to be playing or is that yet to well, be revealed? We can't reveal it yet. Cause we're okay. still doing asks and gathering all the players that, yeah. that want to be involved, but it'll be the best yeah. that we can get of St. Louis and a little beyond. And LA Jones is definitely one of the six strings that'll uh-huh. be there all day. Uh, he's amazing. I where will, urge you where will this be dive into his history. It's going to be held at the South Broadway Athletic Club on March 3rd is our tentative date. It looks pretty solid. And it's a great venue. We did our Jeremiah Johnson um, Unplugged event last year as a fundraiser. And we pretty well packed that place. So get there early. It's going to be a really fun event. I I guarantee you that. How much are tickets? Or has that been priced yet? Uh, We haven't priced them, but we'll probably keep it around 15. Yeah. Give or take a few, but... Yeah. For three for a three hour show, two hour show? Yeah, it'll be a three hour show plus probably. And there'll man. be a we'll have a really cool raffle and some amazing items that we'll be raffling yeah. off. And you know, so we're gonna make it a it's a fundraiser and what's it's what keeps the festival going. We rely on it very much. I've I've mentioned this a few times on the show already, but they we had some flooding here in Vermont this year. And the local talent that has more notoriety than others. We'll just say it that way. Got together for this organization they have called Hug a Farmer. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> hug a tree. Well, you hug a farmer. If you don't hug a farmer, then, you know, they got to get their love too. You know, otherwise you don't get your food. <laughs> get right. your maple syrup. So anyway, they did this thing <laughs> as a fundraiser for them called Hug a Farmer. And they had, uh, it was a tribute to Bob Dylan. And it was so cool. Like uh, uh, Josh Panda got up and he did, one or two Dylan songs and Cat Wright came out and then Dwight and Nicole came out and just all these different artists from that are famous up here came right. out and did a couple of Dylan songs. And at the end, they all got together and did a Dylan song. And then at the encore, they came out and did another Dylan song. And it was so just, yeah. just amazing. And I'm, I'm picturing that with a blues theme with, with the names of the guys that I've seen through the years, especially down in Sulard, but probably all over the area. Right. Yeah. Just amazing. That's going to be an amazing show, man. And at 15 bucks a pop, geez. Yeah. And I don't know for sure what the theme will be, or even, even I'll have a theme, but one of the themes we're tossing around is a tribute to the, the three kings. So it yeah. would showcase a lot of BB, Albert, and Freddie. Yeah. Um, but that's just one of the concepts we're tossing around. So it'll be, no matter what, it'll be an amazing show. You know, we have some some really hot talent we're, we're going to invite to join us. So I get this incredible image in my head now of the three kings carrying gifts, but instead of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, somebody's carrying a guitar, someone's carrying a a, a, a cajon or a resonator, and somebody's carrying like a bass, 
And yeah. and instead of the pictures of Wiseman, you've got Freddie, Albert, and BB. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. Get, get on that. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. Uh, and the School of Rock, here's a, a little trivia for you, and this is probably where the hell of our listeners, but School of Rock used to be located, before they moved to Baldwin, right next door to where you and I first met. We had oh, wow. we had dinner at uh, Cafe Afton there on Gravoy. Yeah, you and and my bass player John and I had dinner, and yeah. the building right next door is where School of Rock began, and they outgrew that place in like three months, I think. Yeah, you know? and then they they're thriving. And, yeah, it's it's a cool, cool. Well, they're cool people, and it's a well, cool concept. And, and what I love about them is they are again they're they're creating the next generation of blues artists, rock artists, every style of music. They're handing on the baton to these kids, and um, they're just very driven. They've uh, they in, they incorporate the parents in everything they do with these kids. So when they do the the Soulard events like the Six String Showdown, showdown yeah. the parents will be there. We're going to pull a great audience from all these kids in the community of the School of Rock. We're going to bring them on down to the Six String Showdown. It just dawned on, oh, wait, March 3rd, I think we're going to Cancun that week. We might be. Well, you have not... to postpone that. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no. I have to tell. So it's my. Uh, yeah, he'll, it's a birthday party, and he'll just have to change his birthday. It's that simple. That's right. <laughs> now, another guest you had last year on the B three was uh, Marsha Evans, and she's got energy. She's got energy, man. I love Marsha. I've. I've known Marsha for a long, long time. Marsha, a lot of people don't know that, but she was a music teacher in her day job for the St. Louis Public Schools for a long, long time. And in the early days of the Blues Museum, Marsha and I created a program to bring to the inner city schools called Hip Hop to the Blues. And oh, wow. the whole concept was to connect these kids, connect the dots from hip hop to the roots of it and roots of most modern American music. And show these kids how close, how it all overlaps and it all grew out of the blues. And nobody did it better than Marsha Evans. She was, was an amazing educate. It was edutainment is what I would call it because uh, she educated through music. Was, uh, did Nellie get involved? No, didn't have Nellie. It was Marsha, the Marsha Evans and coalition band that were our, our band that carried this, this program to the schools with us, but yeah. it was Amazing. And we always had a shill in the audience pretending to be one of the kids uh -huh. by the name of Alonzo Townsend, the son of Henry Townsend. No kidding. Uh, he was he was young enough in those days to get by with being one of the students in the audience, except he had a microphone. And then he would pose the questions to Marsha to connect the dots to the to the hip hop of today yeah. and create this dialogue. And it was just a really, really fun educational presentation we did together so i love marcia as an educator and as a performer when you see the video you're going to see all the people that jumped up on stage to dance with her because she's a magnet of energy at a festival or any any yeah. show well i think yeah, the song so. that she did was the land of a thousand dances on this in this right. video and right. and so i just watched the beginning of it to make sure i could get it you know yeah and uh, i didn't watch it all the way through no i have to watch it all the way through <laughs> Right. But but <laughs> since we're not doing video, we're only doing audio, we're going to play the audio for it. And uh, from the B3 Festival from last year, 2023, our guest Dave Beardsley introduces us to the music of Marsha Evans here on the Music of America podcast. <laughs> Thank you. 
Marcia Evans, a guest of the B3 Festival. Our guest today is David Beardsley, the head honcho, chief bottle washer, and uh, I guess you don't do security. You hire people for that. <laughs> and we'll get back to talk to Dave, and we're going to hear just about the B3 after we talk about this. Now, we've all done this, right? You, you, you find that perfect tone you're looking for, and a club owner walks up to you and says, ah, excuse me, you know, <clears throat> you know, excuse me, it, you're a little too loud. You're going to have to change that which you spend all evening trying to achieve. You've got to turn it down now, and you lost the tone that you finally got, you know? So introducing the Lexi from Landry Amps. The Lexi is a 100-watt amp that, at, that has at its core a vintage plexi circuit. The Lexi is a rhythm crunch channel, a boosted lead channel, a digital reverb, a tube buffered effects loop, depth control, and an awesome voice switch. It has considerably more gain than a plexi does, but at volumes that range from a whisper all the way to concert volumes, and it's designed to be played at those lower volumes. The two channels each have their own gain and master volume control, but they share the EQ. So you can get that tone at the low volumes. In fact, it's designed to be played that way. Well, check it out. Landry Amps, they've got a YouTube channel where you can see a whole array of Landry, Bill Landry's uh, showcased equipment and amps. Or check them out at www.landryamps.com. Dave Beardsley, our guest here, the Music of America podcast, the STO Blues B3 Festival concert event. <laughs> I just keep coming up with more words for this thing. What is the official name of the B3? It's the Soulard B3 Festival, and it's it's its own entity. I do STL Blues over here. There's a huge team with me that we collectively create this festival. It takes a small army to do it. Yeah. Uh, and I, I can give shouts out to everybody, but you know who you are on the team. Um, <laughs> and we do a great job. I think uh, we do it because we all love the music, and it drew us together naturally to produce this festival. So we, you kind of hit on some of the highlights of what it is. How long does it last? How many bands or artists? Where is it located? Or does it move around? And then let's talk about some of the other things. Like I, I remember reading online about face painting. So it, it's it's a fun for the whole family kind of event. Oh, yeah. Um, it has a kid's zone that last year was a big hit. We had entertainers there. We had storytellers. We had a... We had a uh, second line dance party with Celia for the kids and just wow. um, they get egg shakers and just lots of fun activities, structured activities for kids. Um, but on the main stage, we're going to have five main stage acts this year for 2024 to be announced really, really soon. We're getting close to rolling out our, our lineup for the year for 2024. And we added a second stage back in this year in 2023 wow. And so there's four acts that are going to be over there. I can tell you for certain one of them will be the Eric McSpadden Harmonica Beginner's Harmonica Workshop with How Rodrigo Rios. And we're going to have a French bunch of harmonicas to give away, little sea harps to give to people yeah. who want to participate in their first, or maybe not their first, but in this Beginner's Harmonica Workshop led by Eric McSpadden. McSpadden's so still around, man. He's been around since, Jesus, the 60s, 70s, right? Yes, Eric is a, he's an iconic guy in this yeah. town, and he's a Southside Eric McSpadden is kind of yeah. a legendary name in this community, and we're super pleased to have him back once again to do his Beginner's Harmonica Workshop. It's very popular. At the That's festival. so cool. Yeah. But, and then the music is nonstop, like a band comes, they play, they break down another band, or do you have them like going boom, 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 like that? Yes, exactly. We have the main stage. We'll have five acts on the main stage. And in between those, there's a 30-minute break. Mm -hmm. As soon as they go on break, stage two, the plaza stage, starts. Okay. So you, you can go from one to the other all day long and never stop enjoying the music. And where will this be? Will, this, will you block off a section of Soulard or block off a street or, or do you have it a park our, at the park? Yeah. Our location is the Soulard Market Park. Okay. If you're familiar with the Soulard Market, the Plaza Courtyard is where the vendors and the Plaza stage will be, the beer tasting, all the those fun activities. And on the green space, the big field is the main stage field. And that's where we'll have, you know, our kids zone will probably be up in there. Um, we're talking about doing a VIP area up there. 
Um, and of course the, the main, the main shows will be up on the main stage. Yeah. Um, we, you know, we call it the B3 festival for blues bites and brews, but the first year we did it, the musicians called me on it and said, well, where's the B3? You're calling it the B3 festival. I don't see any B3. So year one, we learned and going forward in the year two. And then this year coming up 2024, we partnered with Bob Rao, who's one of the kings of the B3 here in St. Louis. Uh-huh. He provides, he loads about 400 pounds of B3 up on our stage. And he's there to either play it for the band or just provide the B3 if they have their own B3 player. Uh-huh. But the Oregon, the B3 organ is front and center almost part of oh, the no festival kidding. all day long. How funny. Yeah, yeah. So I thought B3 was just that. I thought it was you know, blues, bites brews but b3 is actually a keyboard it is and you know most people didn't most people thought that's fine but the musicians are like where's that organ yeah i want to play man (laughs) yeah and it adds that it adds that sound that's character unique to the b3 and the leslie that nothing else can create so it's it's really fun ad Let's give a shout out or a plug to some of your sponsors then, because if it's brews and bites, who have you had in the past? Like what food have you had? What drinks have you had? Oh gosh, we, we like have a, a really beer great truck or several beer trucks, you know, because it's, beer. we have yeah. a, a beer, a beer area, like a vendor's booth, a big mm-hmm. booth where you can go buy your beer and our, we partnered with the South Broadway Athletic Club, and they've actually provided that service. They come in, they set up the booth, they sell oh. the beer all day. Oh, cool! We have we have great food vendors. Last year, we had at least five or six, and several of them sold out. So they want to be back. It was yeah. that good of a crowd. Um, yeah, and there's a beer tasting. We had a standalone beer tasting. If you're you love craft beers, St. Louis has at least thirty microbrews. Probably more than that. I, I, I think just you got 30 on Washington. <laughs> right. So it's a great beer tasting experience. This is a bruise part of the B3. Um, right. Yeah. How and then, How about food? Oh, gosh. Last year we had barbecue. We had Mexican. We, you know, and the, we have our own team that go out and and har- gather like the the bites the festival food mm-hmm. offerings last year uh i'd have to review but we had at least six to choose from you have like and food trucks not- roll in or no they weren't food trucks they were like set up 10 by 10 booths okay and, like you would like see it like a at- fair yeah, yeah yeah so the food is served and you know we don't want a bunch of food trucks running all day just because right. we want to keep the sound the music and not compete with with that so as of now that's how we're doing it it's just food on-site food vendors mm-hmm. there's plenty of food plenty of brews and plenty of blues so five oh, yeah. bands if they're doing two hours it's a 10-hour gig so when do you from when to when do you go like from 10 till 8 do you go noon to midnight or no we're we're keeping it short they're doing shorter festival sets okay. so we start we're going to probably start at 11 o'clock uh we're kind of undecided whether it's going to be an 11 or 1130 start but it's going to start with a second line and I'll, I'll tell you more about that but last year we we started a tradition and we we were so well received with it it's going to have to happen for perpetuity now yeah but we part we partnered with the normandy vikings with from normandy high school uh-huh. susan palmer is the is uh in charge over there of that project uh the art fine arts cooperative i believe or collaborative and she and i developed this the second line to kick off a procession to go right down the heart of soulard down ninth street oh, we cool. into the festival and they wove their way through the festival up to the main stage and finished right in front of the main stage and it was just a great way to kick it off and soulard loves a second line. Oh yeah. So it, it went over really, really well. We had uh the banana bike brigade, some of them in there. We had people that really dress out, stilt walkers and a uh-huh. lot of fun, a lot of fun in that second line. So we're gonna do it again this year, uh in for 2024. And because we want to work with as many schools and educational opportunities as we can, we're going to approach, we haven't done it yet, but by the time this broadcasts we will have approached the Central Visual and Performing Arts School here in cool. St. Louis, yeah. where 
sadly there was a school shooting right not not that long ago and it's still very fresh in their minds i'm sure and i think once again maybe this this can be a music as a healer Part opportunity healing, yeah. so we're going to reach out to them we'd love to work with them and but we're going to have a second line going forward every year to yeah. kick this on so that's that's how we'll start it and then we're going to go up to the main stage and we're prop very likely in 2025 we're going to have the school of rock youth blues band to kick it off for us that's going to be awesome man i that's think our the board goal. members i think the board members should all get on a top hat and carry a kazoo and march in the second line. <laughs> well, that's a great idea. I'm going to share that with him. We want to go out and buy a case of kazoos, uh, you, you know, go. and just give it to the, the second liners as they join, you know. That's funny. We'll, we'll, we'll probably uh, do something like that. Speaking of second line, the last musical piece we're going to hear was from your Normandy Viking second line performance from last year at the B3. Our guest today, Dave Beardsley, the Soulard B3 Festival. And one more musical clip from last year's B3 Festival is just that, the Normandy Vikings second line here on the Music of America podcast. Here we are, a combination. We got some other musicians with us from SIU Edwardsville. We also have some teachers from Normandy who are in the classroom. We are Viking Pride and Viking Proud today from Normandy. And we are marching second line with the B3 Festival right here in St. Louis in Soulard. In that number when the saints go marching in. That's the Normandy Vikings second line from the B3 Festival at Soulard last year. And our guest today, Dave Beardsley. Dave, typically this is the section of the show we call shameless self-promotion. But this whole thing has been self-promotion because we really want to have people come to your festival, support your festival. So let's talk about that here, how people can support you through your website, through donations or whatever. Talk to me. Oh, sure. Well, you can learn all about the festival. We're about to roll out the 2024 um, update for everything. So you'll see the bands and everything. It's, But for now, you can go to the website and learn what we've done in the past. See, see the Normandy Viking video. Um, but we're going to have a donate page. If you want to donate to the festival, whether it's a dollar or a hundred dollars or five, what your last two dollars, you can do that. There's an online form. You just use your credit card. Um, you can be a sponsor. We're always looking for sponsors. Sponsorship is what really drives the festival. And there's eight levels of sponsorship. So you can do whatever. If you want to sponsor, you can do a little bit or a lot. It just depends on what you want to do. Um, and just spread the news. Uh, SoulardB3Fest.com is where it's all at. And just spread the news on your social media when we do updates or anything. It's all right there on the website. And it's SoulardB3Fest.com. Yes. Just to make sure I get it right, because I think I've got it wrong. I've One got, word. I've got, yeah. I've, got it, I've got it written wrong so many different ways on all my different notes that I do when I plug this thing. Because I, I, I give you guys <laughs> a plug about every, I think about every six shows or something like that. And I just said, and I finally got it right, because I had to go to the site to embed it in my website. Now I know I got it right. But when oh, I first yeah. started doing this, I was like, it's it's on the, it's on Facebook. Find it. It's called the B3 Blues Fest. <laughs> yeah and you can google it up it'll pop right up at yeah, google yeah. for you um but it'll have all the information the art the music the food the brews everything will be up on the website very soon and it will be march the 3rd 2024 uh that's the f six string showdown fundraiser okay. the oh, festival right, right. date is may 19th that's right it's a that's sunday right. and it's uh starts like i said 11 11 30 the main stage starts at noon It'll go till 6 p.m. We uh, we went till 7 p.m. our first two years, but we noticed the crowd was kind of gone by 6. Oh, okay. You know, so, you know, and it's a Sunday and, and people are wanting to get home and get ready for the next day, I think. 
So we're going to shift it a little earlier and still have a lot of great music, but get you home a little earlier on Sunday. It sounds so cool, man. Sadly, I'll be back here in the beautiful mountains of the green state of Vermont. (laughs) Nice. Dodging the humidity of the big muddy. (laughs) Right. Yeah. But if by chance, if by chance, we, we have to come back for something. Yeah. We've had beautiful weather, knock on wood, that 2024 is the same, but it's just been fantastic weather, which is the one element we can't control. It kind of, everything hinges on. So, uh, you know, we're hoping for good weather. Well, you want want to guarantee bad weather, you just guarantee that I will be there because I I bring rain with me whenever it's not supposed to. Well, you said you're in Vermont, right? We're good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. I would love hope to you guys can there. make it up here too. By the way, that, that that invite is genuine. I hope you guys can uh, make it up here and uh, if you can uh, do it around June, first week in June, that's when the Jazz Fest is. I don't know when you're planning to come up northeast, and if yeah. not, if, if you're in Maine in July, I usually go to July. I go to Maine in July, mid July every year, and I'd be more than happy to show you some really cool places in Maine, and uh, and eat some lobster. Oh, yeah. Now you're talking. Eat some fresh lobster. (laughs) Well, I've got you on my on my uh, to do list. So we we haven't set a date like when we're doing our our trip, but we just got back from Alaska about a month ago. We did a really, really fun 10 day adventure there. Did you do the cruise? Um, We did seven days out on a on a princess cruise and three days on land. We kind of did a so it's planes, trains, buses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, one of my favorite interviews were the people from Anchorage because they're so isolated, you know, because Alaska right. is huge, but Anchorage right. is like 18 hours from anything, you know? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been there twice now. Anchorage. Oh. Uh, and one of our stops was Juneau, mm-hmm. Alaska. Yeah. And you talk about isolated. The only way to get there is plane or boat. There are yeah. no roads into yeah. Juneau. That's it's, funny. But yeah, but uh Alaska is just majestic. So yeah. big and vast, you know. Most of the population, I think half live in Anchorage. Yeah, right. It's I like heard that the, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Great time, uh, though. Dave, thank you again. Dave Beardsley, our guest from the Soulard B3 Festival up next. The Jansen Gates. You've been listening to the Music of America podcast. If you like today's show, please go to the website at www.musicofamericapod.com or our Music of America podcast Facebook page. Like us and follow the show and episodes. We tally the votes of all our shows, and the most listened to shows will be rebroadcast on our best of shows at the end of the season. I look forward to having you with us again and listening to the Music of America.